So let's be real. Home is the place where all of the beautiful goodness Christ taught crashes headfirst into the ugly brick wall that is real life. But this is also where it starts to really matter. This is where we equip ourselves and our family with all of the tools, skills, and whatchamacallits vital to succeed in Christ. Join us in our journey to find light, positivity, and specific practical ways to make our homes little outposts of heaven so we can better brighten wherever we end up wandering. Hey guys, welcome back to Outposts of Heaven, the podcast. We're really excited to be here today because I feel like we have not recorded an episode with you in a long time. I mean, we've released an episode every week, so for you it feels like we've been doing it every week, but we usually record in batches. And it's been a while since we've recorded an episode. Just lots of life changes. We finally moved into our house and everything yeah. is crazy and messy, but that's yeah. okay. We officially, you know, we're out of Utah and we're out of my parents' house because we were kind of staying at, staying at my parents' house while our house was being finished. And so now we're in our house and we are living in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and we're loving life. We have our little outpost of heaven going. I mean, we've right had here. it for a while, but like this... It's our little like, new outpost like physical of outpost of heaven, and so it's been really cool. And so we're excited to record our first episode from our uh, our new outpost. Yeah, that's kind of fun. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I don't think we mentioned this already, but Happy Valentine's Day. That too. Happy Valentine's Day. And if you're new listeners, we're Emily and Andrew Jordan. That's me. Not both of those. Well, I am I just am. Andrew, <laughs> and I'm Emily. <laughs> Yeah, but we're happy that you're joining us today, and yeah. and happy Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, we're super excited to have you. Yeah. Um, today, we're going to have a super fun episode. It's a Valentine's Day episode. It's light and fluffy, and it's going to be great. So we usually start the show with a Pobody's Nerfect, which is like an embarrassing moment or a funny fail or something crazy like that, and we usually share our experiences, but we decided that we're going to start sharing your experiences. So if you have a funny fail or a really embarrassing moment, go ahead and um, DM us on Instagram or send us an email to outpostofheaven at gmail.com, and we would love to feature it on the show. And today, we are featuring our first one. Um, Can we say who this is from? No. Okay. No. We're, <laughs> we so will keep we're, this anonymous. What then. we're usually going to do is we're we're going to have these anonymous, and so okay. if you want if you want to be tagged in it or whatnot, we can do that too. Okay. Uh, but if you don't want to, you know, uh, right, embarrass yourself. Be totally mortified. Yeah. So this was from a listener. Mm-hmm. Uh, being was sent in, and they agreed that we could read it anonymously. Oh my gosh, I died when I read this, so be ready to laugh your heads off. Okay, so I'm going to edit some of this so you can't guess who it is, but... Just like, okay, just pause first. Okay. So, you just have to like admire how perfectly this was written. Oh, it was so good. Like, when this person wrote it, it wasn't just like telling the story, he was like really writing the story. Yeah, it was was well done. Especially because... um, I may or may not have helped this person write things in the past. Um, and this person has not always been really great with writing. This was the best piece of writing this person has ever done. I oh my think. gosh. Okay, okay. It's so good. Okay. okay. Unpause. Play. Okay. <laughs> Extreme Poe Buddies nerfect moment, i.e. super embarrassing and humbling. I'm pretty sure I've been fighting some stomach bug for a few days. So at this point, I already know the story is going to be great. Uh, but it hasn't been terrible. I've also been drinking about 120 ounces of water a day. I don't think that's really, really important to the story. But anyway, 
Uh, I finished a class and decided to go to the library to prep for a later class I was going to have in the afternoon. After about 25 minutes, I'm pretty comfortable listening to a book with my feet propped up on a footstool when all of a sudden I feel what I could only think to be a fart that must come out of my body. (laughs) So I slowly let it rip. Slowly, I feel the relief strike. After about five seconds, relief quickly turned into what I can only describe as fight or flight. (laughs) I quickly realized that said fart was in fact fiery diarrhea and that I had indeed just crapped myself. I quickly took off my pullover jacket and tied it around my waist, gathered my things and started to walk away. As I did a double take to make sure I didn't forget anything, I saw a nice two inch by five inch diarrhea spot on the porch chair where this terrible occurrence took place. Instead of staying and cleaning it up, I chose flight. I immediately called my wife and the first thing I said was, get in the car right now and come get me, please. After a quick explanation, once out of earshot of the other several thousand students surrounding me, I walked to a quiet parking lot where she came and got me. After getting home and taking a shower, my worst fear was confirmed. Diarrhea. Everywhere. That is... Oh, and on top of this, I missed my next class. Hope everyone is having a great day. (laughs) I, if you don't know me, you should, well... (laughs) If you do or don't know, it doesn't matter. You should know that I love bathroom humor. And so I, I've read this several times and have died laughing every time. <laughs> just like, I, just, I really hope the next person who sat on that chair like, oh my gosh. Like, saw even, what happened. I can't even imagine being the person to sit just on. sit down and you're like, what is this? And like, you smell your hand. Like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, we have to stop talking about this. Someone has diarrhea all over this chair in a university library. Okay, we have to stop talking about it. That's disgusting. So sorry to gross you out. We're not here to talk about diarrhea. Mm, yeah, we're here to talk about Valentine's Day. Yeah. We're kind of talking about romance and dating. Yeah, so we stuff. are going to talk about... Worst dates, best dates, and some date ideas, and breakups. Worst breakup stories. And Um, this is mostly going to be from our listeners. We asked on Instagram for you to share your stories and your experiences, and we got a bunch of feedback. And so this episode will mostly be... The content from this mostly comes from you guys. Yeah, so we're excited to read your stories. And then at the end, we're going to touch on our trip to China. We just went to China. Um right smack in the middle of the whole coronavirus and you're gonna thing. get sick if you're listening to this yeah you're because that's it. how it works according <laughs> to the news anyway so we've had a lot of questions and we wanted to kind of just talk about that yep are you ready i'm ready okay so um andrew doesn't know a lot of these stories because i'm the one that's yeah, usually interacting on instagram so i'm gonna kind of take the lead on this okay if that's okay i will follow you okay so we're gonna talk worst dates are you ready? Yes. Kay. Are we sharing our worst dates in here? If you would like to. When do you want to do that? Well, I don't, honestly, I'm sure I've had a worst date, but I kind of blocked it out maybe because I can't think of one. Yeah. I, don't I feel remember. like most of your date stories, they're not like bad. They're just They're just kind of like meh. Yeah. Meh. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't have like a terrible one. That was her love life until she met me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, um, okay. So this comes from Kim. My first date with my now husband was not the best. 
We went to the movies and we were so awkward with each other, we barely spoke. Two days later, he was on a plane to Argentina and I was like, wow, that must have been a really bad date because he left the country. Three months later, he came back and asked me out again and things went much better. Eight years later and one son, that's my little story. That's cute. But I feel like that happens a lot more frequently. It does. Like, like not just with dating, but like with friends. Like when you're around somebody for the first time, you're like... Yeah, it's like kind of awkward. Sometimes it just takes a while to like in. find your your thing because yeah. I think about some friends I have um, or like some people I dated and and the thing that made us good friends or get along well was usually one or two in, like shared interests we had. Mm-hmm. And like when you meet somebody for the first time, you don't like hand them your interest list. I'm like, here's all right. the things I'm It interested. takes a couple interactions before yeah. you really get on like before like, you like, find those those right. things that you can really dig yeah. into with each other. I even I was thinking about this today when I was talking to somebody. Mm-hmm. I was like, I wonder if they're interested in this because I really want them to be interested in this. <laughs> and so I was just like casually bringing it up in conversation, yeah, just to see. But yeah, I I think I've had some of those dates too, where it's just like, oh, I thought this would be better than it turned out to be. It was just kind of boring. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad like, it turned out for her well though. Yeah. And they got married. Good job. And I had a kid. Well, let's see. Yeah, good job. Okay, this comes from Emily. Worst date story. Guy comes up to me in the church parking lot. It's crazy cold that day. First thing he asks is if I'm a vegetarian. Hmm. And then happy I wasn't, he asked me on a date. I was freezing, so I just said sure, gave him my number, and ran to my car. He picked me up for the date to dinner. He was rude to the waitress, waited... And wanted to sit in the obviously closed part of the restaurant. Weird. Then over dinner, I politely asked if he had any siblings. Then he goes into this gross story about his mother almost bleeding to death, giving birth to him as we were eating dinner. Then he takes off his beanie, which he's been wearing every time I've seen him, and he's completely bald. (laughs) I'm not against bald people, but just shocking when I I like how she has to clarify, I'm not against bald people. Right. So I'm not against bald people, but just shocking when I didn't realize he was bald. (laughs) Then he goes on about how he loves dating tall girls. Okay, so I know Emily personally, and she's really tall. Really, really tall. Um, I feel like if you have to, if you start any conversation or any sentence when you're on a date, like, I love dating. It's like, you're you're like objectifying this person because like now they're just like one of a... Yeah. Like one of a tall person. Yeah, it's like I saw you as a tall person and I wanted you. <laughs> like, that's weird. Yeah. Um okay, then he goes on okay, I already said that. He goes on to say he loves dating tall girls. Then multiple times he brings up how he's a millionaire. Needless to say, I asked him to take me home because he was Oh well, because he was weird and creepy and no more dates for him. But I did get multiple texts saying Emily, I'm a BYU graduate and a millionaire. We should really date. <laughs> I'm a BYU graduate. And, and I was only 18 at the time. Oh. Yeah. That's creepy weird. creepy guy. Right? That's weird. Although you did go on a date with a 30-year-old. When I was 18. Two dates. Yeah. Okay. Two. I want to nope. preface. No, nope. no. This, no is preface. Not, this nope. is not related. Nope. It's just weird. Okay. It is weird. Let me preface, though, this whole episode is like a pobody snurfect. Yeah. Whether you were the one that caused the bad date or the other person, like nobody's perfect. And yes, mm-hmm. some people are weird and crazy. But sometimes we're the but, weird ones. And sometimes we're the weird ones and we're the crazy ones and nobody's perfect. Yeah. And sometimes we're the one to break up with someone really badly and sometimes we're the one being broken up with badly. All right. Enough perfect. sentimentality. Next okay, story. Okay, okay. I just want Funny story. Okay. okay. Amy. 
One time I went on this mostly okay date to see the Temple Square lights in Salt Lake City. Temple Square is uh, a little part of downtown Salt Lake City mm -hmm. where uh, one of the first Latter-day Saint temples was built. And then there's like really pretty gardens and visitor centers and whatnot. And so it's a really pretty area. Yeah. Um, we went to see the Temple Square lights, and then at the end, we went to a bakery, and he bought me a chocolate cookie. It turned out to have Sounds peanuts to in it, Oh, which I am very allergic to. Ooh. And so instead of being a normal person and telling him to take me to the hospital, I just told him it was my curfew. He took me home, and while I was struggling to breathe a little, he asked to kiss me, and I let him because I wasn't sure what to do. <laughs> I spent the night in the hospital and told him I wasn't interested the next morning. <laughs> oh, also, that was my first kiss. I wasn't great under social pressure at 16. <laughs> Can you imagine your first kiss? You're like, I can't breathe. I'm dying. Why, why wouldn't you say anything? I don't know. That's so cute. <laughs> I love it. That's so funny. Oh, man. I love how he asked her to kiss. I asked her if he could kiss her. Yes. That's so funny. Okay. This one comes from Mason. Mason's worst date. Everyone had bailed on this group date, so he took this girl he barely knew. Some, his wife is telling this story. Okay. Um, everyone had bailed on this group date, so he took this girl he barely knew bowling alone. Very awkward. Then he took her... Bowling is an awkward date if you're going alone. It really is. Because you never are with each other because you're taking turns. Yeah. So you're constantly like passing I, I think each other. bowling is just a bad date. It is. It's more of just like a group activity not yeah. a date thing right because you can't really it's so loud you can't get to know who you're with or yeah. anything yeah anyway. i have some friends who are big bowlers though so they probably don't listen to this so it's fine okay um and then took her to nielsen's frozen custard afterwards she got the most expensive thing in the menu a 14 dollars ice cream then he realized he didn't have cash and the card reader broke so the people behind him noticed his predicament and paid for his <laughs> date <laughs> Have you ever, like, not been able to pay for a date? I've never been in that situation. I don't think so. I think I've always been able to pay. I've I've like, heard those stories, though, and I'm just, like, cringed out. Yeah, so. no, I've, I've always had the money. Cool. So this is from Sammy. The guy was driving to Cece's Pizza. He turned left at the light and ended up on the left side of the island instead of the right <laughs> side. I started yelling, car, because a car was headed straight for us. He swerved, missing the car, and then he pulled into the restaurant like nothing had happened. We go in, he goes to the bathroom, comes back and watches me eat dinner. Oh, gosh. He ate before our date. Then at the movies, he parked the car next to a snow pile. I could barely squeeze out of the car. He talked through the whole movie, and then when he took me home, he asked me to asked to walk me to the door. I said no, and then he kept leaning in closer in the car to try to kiss me. I said I had fun and good night and got out of his car as fast as I could. He's happily married to someone else now. That's and good. And so is she. So that's good. She is happily married to somebody else. Yeah. That's good. Oh. I can't imagine being in that situation. I think the, the best car, part about that is like, like him just, watching her eat. Oh, I was thinking I think like, that's the weirdest one. Well, I guess that <laughs> is weird. like staring at her as, I think as you stuff thing. your face with cheap, greasy pizza. Yeah, really. I can't imagine, though, like having your date drive crazy like that and then just like pull in like, like it was no big deal. I have made a driving mistake on a date before, and it's yeah. really embarrassing. Mm -hmm. Poor guy. He was probably just embarrassed then. Yeah. I have. I, I pretty much did the same thing. It was like, it was a weird Walmart parking lot and I was trying to turn into, yeah, I was trying to turn into it and I accidentally turned into like the exit only side of the 
the exit turning thing, Mo Bob. Mm -hmm. And there was a car right there, and it was awkward. Okay. But you didn't acknowledge it at all? I said sorry, but I don't know. What do you do? I guess so, yeah. Okay, let's get these. Okay, Marin. This is short. He didn't buy me dinner, but went through the drive-thru to buy himself dinner. What? I can't even believe that. What? Okay, nobody's perfect. Okay. Camilla, he sang me a love song and then confessed his love for me at the dance, which sounds like it could be the best night ever. Depending on the person you're with. You yeah, know? we probably need a little more context for that I know. one. It does remind me of like those dances you go to. Like, yeah, when the guy's like staring in your eyes. Or the girl, I guess, in your Yeah, face. I've never had a guy stare at me in the eyes <laughs> as I dance with him. Right, but I've had that where the guy's like staring you down in your eyeballs. Yeah, it's like, and you're like, you, stop looking at me. And they're like mouthing the words to the song. Yeah, it's like, I have not, I, I've spoken three words to you. And they were, do you want, oh, that's more than three. Do you want to dance? <laughs> do, can I have? This no. dance. Can Will you dance? That's three words. With me? <laughs> so, yeah, I said five words with them, and then, like, they bring you out to the thing, and they yeah. stare at you. So funny. Into this. Yeah, stare okay. at your eyeballs. Glad we're past that stage, though. Yep. Okay, worst breakups. Do you have one, Andrew? Worst breakups? Good? Yeah. Oh, man, I have a worst date. Okay, share that. Um, it's not even really that bad, but I was at Blue Bayou, which is a water park in Louisiana with one of my buddies, um, and we were just hanging out and these, there were these two girls that kept passing us and he was kind of into one of them and I wasn't really into either of them, but they came up at some point after we, they passed us several times and my buddy had remarked that one of them was cute and asked if they wanted, if we wanted to go do those, like they had like a four person tube slide and they asked if we wanted to do that. I'm like, sure, we'll go do that. That's fine. I did. I I agreed because my buddy was into one of the girls, but turns out the girl he was into want, agreed to go with us because the girl she was with was into me, <laughs> and so there was like, yeah, like she was trying to get her friend set up with me, and I was just trying to get my friend set up with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this girl was like, she was nice, and she was like, she was cutish. She wasn't cute. I'm sorry. She wasn't cute. Um, but she came, she came out, or like we went down one slide, and then she said, well, let's go over like the uh, like the theme park, like the roller coaster part of the of the park. I'm like, okay. And then she said, oh, I have to go to the bathroom first. And then she goes in the bathroom, and apparently, I hadn't noticed this, but she had a pimple like on her, on her breasts. Okay. <laughs> you just said breasts. Um, and I... Didn't notice because I wasn't looking at her breasts. And um, <laughs> and she popped it while she was in the bathroom. And she came <laughs> out. And then, no, I couldn't help but notice because it was just like oozing. <laughs> and like oozing and oozing and oozing. And I, oh, and she wanted to go on all those rides where you like, like the spinner rides. And so you kind of like smash up against each other. And I was like, oh, this is, oh, no, no. It was... That was it. I mean, it didn't go anywhere. She asked me for my number. I'm like, nah. <laughs> okay. I think we should probably stop talking about bodily fluid. Yes, probably. Yuck. Okay. Okay. So worst breakup. Also, if you are wondering, this is the podcast where we generally talk about we spirituality. We generally do, but we thought building, this would be fun. Yeah. Building your home on Christ. But in order to get to the point where you're building a family, you have to be married, right? And you so you, date. Yeah. You have to... 
you know, you have to go through the mud. Yeah. And some, but, when we get to the best dates, um, there'll be some ideas too. So that can definitely be marriage applicable. More uplifting. <laughs> more Christ-centered. Yeah. Okay. So worst breakups. Um, I want to share two of my own experiences. One where I was broken up with and one where I broke up with someone. But, um, so I was broken up with, um, right. So it was like the first day of school or like around the first day of school, my junior year. And it was his senior year. And, um, that it was a Friday and I was supposed to help my mom cater a wedding. And I don't know if I've heard this story. Have I? I think you have. Okay, keep going. So I was like so excited to cater this wedding, and I love doing it. Um, my you were mom excited to cater a wedding. Yeah, I oh. loved doing that kind of stuff. Honey, you're a weird kid. I'd no, love I loved it. I would. Yeah, I love doing that. And uh, my mom has only done a few of them, but um, I just like I would help her out. Uh-huh. And my grandparents did that a ton. Anyways, so um, I, I was supposed to. He would drive me home because we were neighbors, and um, I was supposed to go home with like in his car and then I was supposed to get home right away so my mom could leave and we could go to this wedding and get set up um but I was very late because in the car he was like we just need to talk and so his excuse or his breakup reason was just simply that he wanted to enjoy his senior year and that was pretty much it and then I mean it was needed actually like the breakup was needed but um I just was like broken at the wedding like at this place where everyone is so happy and in love and this wedding and the then girl, i'm just like my life is over the girl is like serving the meatballs is crying as she yeah. has them to you. right yeah anyways so that was um that but um the one where i broke up with someone i feel so bad about this still but um i dated someone that i broke up with like three times on the phone with like I would break up with him, and then I, like, couldn't commit to the breakup. And so I would be like, I changed my mind. And then he'd be like, okay. <laughs> and then I would do it again. And I think I broke up with him over the phone, like, three different times. Was it, so like, I'm a really week? Im- no, it was, I don't know. Okay. But, I, yeah, I felt really, really bad, and I still feel bad. I'm like, oh, that's so ooh, icky. Anyways. I heard that, I so I obviously am very, like, keyed in to the goings-on of celebrities, mm-hmm. which I'm not. But I was, I was, like, listening to the radio, and apparently Jessica Simpson, like, had broken up with some guy, mm-hmm. like, nine times. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Nine times, and, like, gone back. Like, yeah. But they, like, he had broken up with her, and then, like, she had gone back or something. Mm-hmm. Something weird like that. I can't imagine, like, nine times. That's a lot of times. Yeah. Wow. So, one girl says... I broke up with a long-term boyfriend while I was on my mission by calling home on Mother's Day. So, a little backstory. If you go on a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, um, now the rules are different, but in this time period... Back in the day. Back in the day. The day of hardcore missionaries. <laughs> um, you only got to call home twice a year for Mother's Day and for Christmas. And so, when you called home, it was like a huge deal and like... <laughs> so, she called home and... You stay pr- on the phone and you just like... Yeah. And it's a huge deal. It's only twice a year. Um, so, she called home from her mission on Mother's Day. Um, he didn't see it coming and he went out to the front yard to talk to me. After I broke up with him, he hung up and... He hung up on me and threw the phone into the grass. And my whole family, who was spying from inside, cheered because they didn't like him. 
It was kind of brutal, but I just can't believe he hung up on a missionary who was calling home. <laughs> the one of two times a year. He's like calling. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. I know her husband, and I am very glad that she's with her husband now. Yeah. Because I like her husband they're a lot. They're so great, and they're so cute together. That is so funny. That yeah. is funny. Okay, so one guy wrote in by posting their engagement announcement on Facebook while still emailing me regularly. Wait, what? I don't know. I, I missed Okay, the so context. one person okay. was broken up with by the other person posting their engagement announcement on Facebook. Engagement with another person? Yes. That, okay. While they were still emailing regularly. Wow. And he didn't know. That's sad. That is very sad. Ooh. Yeah, okay. That's a key. Yeah. Okay, another person was broken up with um, on his birthday at Applebee's. That's sad. I don't know if it's like I any... birthday ones. It's like, oh, it's your birthday. birthday. <laughs> Do it after your birthday, like the day after. Emily's like, Emily thinks birthdays are like sacred days. Oh, they are. It's your birthday. They're special. Okay. Applebee's. I don't know if it's like any worse, though, that it was at an Applebee's as opposed to a different restaurant. Yeah. I think if it was a restaurant I actually cared about it all, I'd be more upset. Mm-hmm. Like if it was a, I don't know what restaurants do I care about. If it was a Smoothie King, I would throw a fit. <laughs> I would like rage. I would just burn things. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, one person showed up to the movies and their boyfriend was there with another girl. Ooh. That's so sad. It's like some high school fun stuff. Yikes. Um, one girl, this is summed up basically, but she was broken up with on her birthday once and then the next year again. Was it the same guy? No, it was a different guy. That sucks. Yeah. I'm assuming she was in high school. I don't, I don't know. I'm a, one of them was like, they were supposed to get engaged and then he broke up. Oh, it's not high school. No. On her birthday? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I feel bad for her husband in the future because like he has to make birthdays extra special. Yeah. It's true. Like trauma from your birthday. Okay. And then last one, my friend Haley. Oh, so sad. A guy dated her as a prank for two weeks. As a prank? Yeah, because they had this like flirty flirty thing going where they would prank each other. And apparently it was flirty flirty on one side and she liked him, but he didn't like her back. But he pranked her by dating her. Like, dating, dating her for two weeks. What did he say after two weeks? And then at the end of the two weeks, he was like, I'm summing this up because I can't read it right now, but he basically was like, gotcha. And she's like, what do you mean? And he's like, yeah, this is all a joke. He's like, yeah, I know we've been making out every night for the past two weeks. (laughs) I don't know how far it went, but yeah, can you believe that? This is a jerk move. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. Can you? That's that's mean. did, Did she say how it, like how he announced that it was a joke? I think it was just like this, like gotcha phrase, like okay, <laughs> yeah. Wow, bad people in the world. Crazies. Okay, so now we get to talk about besties. Let's talk about happy things, and then let's happy talk about things. China, and then we'll talk about China, and then you guys can be done with us. And we can go to bed because it's so late. Yeah. Um. Okay. So best dates. Um, but we're happy to be here. We are. Don't you be confused. <laughs> Don't you be confused. Yeah. As I point at the mic that you can't see. Right. Um. Okay, surprise dates and scavenger hunts are the best. I feel like growing up... Did you up, like those? I feel like growing up outside the West, that wasn't a thing. Like, that's like a Western really? thing. It's very Western. If you like, grew up outside of the West, let me know if you had that experience. Like, like the, scavenger hunts? Like scavenger hunt dates. I feel like that was a dates. big deal 
growing up. Yeah, like everybody. Yeah, I, I don't. Like oh, I never did that, and I think it's it's less of a culture outside of the West to go on dates as like a young, like as like a a teenager. Mm-hmm. Like just go on dates with people instead of like dating. And like in my experience, where I grew up, it was mostly like you date people. And then when I started just like going on dates with people in like my senior or junior year, people got mad. Mm. Like people were not happy about it. Mm. Like the guys, like some like the guys I knew were mad about it too. Okay. Well, um, another thing that people said that they liked were spontaneous things. So, um, Amy says, um, on my third date with my now husband, we went to brunch because he had never been to brunch and I love brunch. I think brunch is such a fancy thing. I'm going to brunch. It's just going to brunch. I know, but it's just, like, doesn't it seem so formal? I guess. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> uh, we went to this really cute Scandinavian brunch place in Salt Lake. Afterwards, we were driving Why'd back. Why'd you say it like that? It's brunch. <laughs> it's brunch. <laughs> okay, keep going. Okay. Yeah, you and your brunch. Afterwards, we were driving back, and I realized he had never been to Ikea, so we stopped and just explored. It was spontaneous and fun, and then we held hands for the first time, and it was so perfect. Oh, we and they're the cutest couple. Yeah, they're really cute. Um, we weren't dating exclusively yet, but later that day, I was asked out, and I said no, because I had genuinely lost interest in basically everyone else. That's so cute. So throughout Oh, I thought she meant, like, as, told him no. That's what I no, thought no. you were saying. So she held his hand. And then somebody else and asked her. someone else asked her out, and she was like, heck no, I found my husband. That's basically Yep. Happened. He doesn't know about it yet, but no. he will marry me. <laughs> yeah. And then she says, throughout our relationship after, we have had traditions to do one planned thing and then at least one spontaneous thing, too. That's fun. So that's really cool. I like that. That's fun. I also had never been to Ikea before being married. Yeah. Well, Ikea is pretty great. That's a great date place if you want to have a good date yeah although we can't we went in i was expecting this really good food and emily was like oh this is the food i guess and it was just hot dogs and pizza yeah well then you have to go to the cafe apparently yeah like the real cafe yeah so they're two separate things which we didn't know about until after we'd already eaten and i'm apparently not scandinavian enough to know that there are two restaurants in ikea yeah so okay jessica says about her best date with it's her husband now um, he drove his truck to the dunes. We had a fire roasting Can you imagine dogs. if, like, somebody wrote in and said, my best date wasn't with my spouse. It was with somebody else. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that would be kind of weird, right? <laughs> I guess if someone planned, like, this really elaborate thing and you were so in love at the time, then maybe. But then how would that be? Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, he drove his truck to the dunes. We had a fire, roasted hot dogs and marshmallows. Then he set up a little mini movie theater in the bed of his truck. We watched Megamind. (laughs) And as he was going to put his arm around me, fireworks literally went off in the background. Coincidence, but awesome. (laughs) That's That's cute. That's fun. That's really cute. Um, Okay, here's one. The guy picked me up from our date on stilts. Like he showed up on stilts. So I, feel like, I don't know if that would be cool or weird. I feel like this is another one that, like, depending on... Who it is. Maybe. Yeah, I feel like that's, so there's a lot of things like that. Like, if they came in juggling, like, that might be kind of cool. Like, juggling kind of cool stuff. Yeah. But at the same time, like, you think of, like, a weird kid doing it. Like, if it wasn't, like, like a well-groomed, <laughs> well-dressed, like, cool kid, and it was just, like, some weird greasy kid. Okay. Like, it's just, it's not as cool. I think you should, you really have to be aware of 
your skills and like where Maybe. you're at in life. Maybe, but what if the really greasy kid is really good at juggling? I don't know. Maybe I'm going to retract that. Yeah. I don't know anything. Okay. Um, <laughs> another one that was brought up a couple times, and I definitely agree with, is stuffing yourselves on Costco samples. Or yeah, Sam's we do that a lot. Yeah, that's a good date idea. So we're more Sam's Club people, though. We are. Well, since we moved, I don't know what, what we're going to be, but... Yeah, but we're Sam's... Utah, we were Sam's Club people. Yeah, as a, let us know, are you Sam's Club or Costco people? Yeah. I feel like... Costco is usually busier. The the customer service is usually worse, and it's usually a little bit more expensive. Yeah, and there's more organic stuff. Yeah, and Sam's Club orange juice is the bomb. Like their members mark. Andrew's favorite thing. Yeah, it's so good. I get that every time I go there. That and their Pepsi Icy's. Only place you can find Pepsi Icy's. I mean, like you can find them some other places, but the only place you can consistently find Pepsi Icy's is from Sam's Club. Club. Shout out. Okay, one girl organized... Organic... Oh, I interrupted you. Organic... What is that? What? Organic ad? Is that what they say? Oh. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> it's obviously not an organic ad. I was thinking of, like, organic food. No, go ahead. Okay. Keep reading. Um, one girl organized and, um, like, followed through with a Nerf war in the middle of a formal Christmas dance. That's sweet. I'm That's down really for that. That's really cool. I dig that That's a lot. really cool. Um... My cousin recreated the notebook date for my husband, or well, for her husband. <laughs> Which notebook date? There were a lot. So of no, so it was like a notebook theme, and they, they like went to an abandoned house afterwards, and, and they ended they, up like making out on the floor. Well, no, no, <laughs> like, but like they, there were like letters that she'd written. I've like, seen that movie. Certain... They do more than make out. Okay, so that's hopefully. not what she meant. She didn't do that. Okay. I know. I'm hoping so. Well, I know this person, and she didn't do that. Okay. But she like recreated a cute little date that was like notebook date themed. Um, I'm sure that's my other cousin. If that was, was you, taken, listener, I'm sure it was great. I just had to make fun. Yeah. Good. I bet it was cute. Um, my other cousin, Andrew's cousin, actually uh, was taken to Lagoon, which is like a, an amusement park, water park, and was proposed to. So I don't know who this is. It's Brianna. Oh. John proposed. At, at Lagoon. A Lagoon? Yeah. I did know this. Isn't I, that so cute? I forgot. That's cute. Were, were there fireworks involved too? I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay, this is a cool thing I've never heard of. The penny date? The penny date. What is that? So each person gets a roll of pennies. Okay. And you go to a fountain, and you have to go through both of the rolls of pennies, each person, and you go back and forth, and you have to say a wish out loud for every penny, and you get to know each other through, like, saying your wishes. That's a lot of wishes. That is a lot of wishes. I've never heard of that hmm. until this person I'm gonna try, about we it, might, We might have to try that one. That is cool. If you tried that one, let us know how it goes. Yeah. Okay, well, that's all the ideas that were written into us. Do you have any best date or some date ideas? Huh? Mm. I really like hiking dates. I think those are really fun. Like, because they're... I, I really like hiking. Here in Louisiana, it's a little more difficult. But mm-hmm. if you're in a place where hiking is readily accessible, I think hiking dates are really great. Because they're, you know, so a, a kind of a format where you're together for a long time and there's not much to do besides talk, but so hopefully you have a date that's a talker, right? But it, it's still like you're going if you're going to a good place and you pick a good hike. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it can be strenuous enough that you don't have to talk the whole time, or you, you can like <laughs> look at everything and how beautiful it is. I think those ones are like a little more spiritual too, because it's like, at least for me, being in nature is more of a spiritual. Yeah, I would totally agree. Kind with of that. high. Yeah, so things mm-hmm. that are um, that like provide some like activity. 
where you're actually doing stuff. Um, I remember we went to a like a marriage, not seminar, but like a fireside type deal, like a speech, a talk, I don't know, a presentation. And the uh, the guy oh. who was putting it on was talking about doing activities and going on dates that um, accelerate your heart rate. Yeah. Um, by doing things like rock climbing or trying new adventurous things uh-huh. or doing like scare rooms or watching scary movies. I was really surprised that he said watching scary movies. Yeah, he like specifically said watching scary yeah. movies. Um, and it's so like doing those things uh, de- like helps you develop deeper bonds. Um, so interesting. Because like it creates these deep poignant memories. Yeah. Because you think about like your memories... The ones that stand out are the ones that are different than other memories. And so if you're like, if your date is doing something you always do, then it's not going to stand out. But right. if your date is doing something specific, like Emily and I don't really watch scary movies. But after you heard this, we started watching Stranger Things again, which yeah, for some people really scary, isn't really scary. But, but like, to me, I like, it puts me in panic mode. Yeah. I get like, so like, freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> so it's hyperventilating. Um, but like doing things that are specifically different. Yeah. And I think that's like the, that's been true for us. Like as we like intentionally do things mm-hmm. that are different from our rev- every day yeah. and like are things that like will get our heart, like our heartbeat up higher than usual. Mm-hmm. Like whether it's going on a run together or going on a long hike or watching a scary movie. Yeah. Like that's, that's been my go-to best dates. It. I love it. Okay, are we ready to talk about China? Let's talk about the China. Okay, we had a few questions written in, so... So let's answer these questions, answer and the then question, I have... And you can just talk. I mean, I think you have more to say about China. Than yeah, it will be quick. It'll, it'll I, be quick, We yeah. wanted this to be a little bit shorter than it's ending it's up. It's not, maybe. and yeah, it's That's not right. Okay. Okay. You, you, guys, you guys just gave us so much great information. We wanted to read it all. Yeah. And we're really loving connecting with you. And so it's been really fun to like read your stories. And it's very validating for us. I know that's like vain to say, but it's like, it feels really good when you reach out to us and you answer these questions because then it's like, people are actually caring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So what is real Chinese food like? Huh? It is so good and so varied. It's very good. My yeah. favorite things were all of the like stir fried vegetables that they would have in different sauces and yeah i like really good um i had one of the best like sausages i've ever had in my life there mm-hmm. i really like sausage um and it was it was really good it almost tasted like fruity pebbles it had like oh, a fruit weird. it was like smoked with fruity pebbles i did not try it i yeah. didn't try a lot of weird meats different things yeah. because I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast, but I am pregnant. I think you have. But yeah, she okay. is pregnant. So we're in our first trimester, and I'm still pretty sick, and I just couldn't handle yeah, talk about or smelling anything like weird. Like hardcore adventurer right here. She's <laughs> She is with two of our three children. During the first trimester, she has traveled abroad. Well, thank you. During the first trimester of our first child, she was living abroad. And second trimester. And second trimester. Um, but with, and with this one... Um, first trimester in China. Um, Let me tell you. Awesome. Beijing. Beijing stinks. To a normal person, Beijing smells. It doesn't smell great. Bad. There are some beautiful areas in Beijing, person, and I really like Beijing, but there are some areas that just smell bad. And to a pregnant person, it smells really bad. Yeah, beautiful, but stinky. It's, yeah, it's beautiful. And our hotel was right across the street from the, what's it called? Olympic. The Olympic Stadium Park. Park. 
thing. And so it had like the Bird's Nest cool. Stadium and the Water Cube and yeah. it was really cool. It was a really cool area and it was like I said beautiful, but Beijing just had some weird smell going weird on. Weird smells. Yeah. What yeah. was the wall like? That was probably my favorite part. That was just so impressive. Yeah, I think something really like magnificent about it was that because of Chinese New Year and because of the coronavirus, everything was like pretty closed. And so we couldn't like go hike the wall, but, but like, we could drive up to it and like get out of the yeah. bus and walk around yeah. the And there was like parts. a portion that like we could kind of get on. Right. But there were no crowds because everyone was staying indoors. And so yeah. it was so cool to be there and to see it all. And for it to be so empty. Yeah. That and was really like this like magical moment for me. Yeah. There was like, it was so surreal. Mm-hmm. And it was, the crazy part is how steep it is. I mean, it is yeah. like if you're on top of the wall, you basically are walking on stairs at certain points because they built it like across ravines, like straight up cliff phases, faces, um, and they just kept it going. Like they didn't like skip a spot. Um, and so they, it was, it was pretty awe-inspiring, I felt like. Like, yeah, it was like one of those moments where you, where you, I mean, you you see pictures of it in movies. You see it in movies all the time, and then you get there, and it's just like, wow, like it's a real thing. It's not made up. Like it's one of those poster card moments. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was Mulan. Like you were Mulan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was in Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Yeah. I was looking for that Matt was, Damon. Like, one of my favorite. You haven't seen that movie, have you? Mm, the- what movie? It's, a, it's with Matt Damon. It's it's really awful. It's a terrible, terrible, dumb movie. Huh. I don't. But it's called. I think it's familiar. called The Great Wall, and he's like fighting like monster things. That nope. Are, yeah. Don't watch it. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Um. Did we take our kids? No. 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 Wait. No. Although I miss them so much that at times I was like, I wish we would have taken them. No, I never but wish we would. At the same time, it would have been way harder. No, I mean the flight alone from the Beijing flight, yeah, they to would Houston not have, was fourteen hours. Cow. I felt so bad hours. for the parents that did bring kids on. I mean, people that are going to and from like their homeland, yeah. bringing their families. I was like, oh, you poor moms and dads. Yeah, that was so hard. Yeah. And my now when I'm on a plane, my heart like breaks for them. I'm like, I know. please, no one judge them. It is so hard. I'm like, like, I don't, don't even care them. if they cry and scream. Like, I really don't. Yeah. Just like be nice to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So the kids stayed with my parents. We flew them out to Arizona to stay with my parents for the ten days or two weeks that it yeah. ended up being. And then my mom flew them back out here, and then she stayed with us while we moved in. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, what was it like going at the same time as the virus hype? Um, well, they called us like as we were getting, so like uh, the tour agency, cause I was not going to just go, I wanted to go with a, a tour group. Um, the tour agency called us and they tried to uh, say like, Hey, like we really, we'd recommend you switch your flight and like, or switch your trip and come at another time. This was, we were flying out of Houston. And so we were literally driving from yeah. Baton Rouge to Houston when they called us. Yeah. And like, we'd we, already taken, and we told them like you, we, we said like, you guys aren't going to refund the flights that we had to purchase to fly our kids out to Arizona and then back and back. And right. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and they're like, no, we're not going to do that. And so it, we got such a good deal with the, with the trip that it would have been cheaper for us to just go on this trip and then buy another trip later on. Um, 
because of the cost of flights, like how much it was going to cost us to like bring the kids back and forth. Yeah. So they kept trying to talk us out of yeah. it. And I'm like starting but a new job, and so I wasn't going to be able. It, it was, was like be this really is the difficult. only time we can ever go, and so let's just do it. Yeah. So we did it, um, and then they kept trying to get us to go home after every day, but we were like, no, we're here. Um, but it was kind of nice actually to mm-hmm. be there during the virus hype. I mean, yes, like everything was closed. And so we didn't get to see a lot of what we had planned on seeing. Not everything, but, but like, a, like a lot of like the other. Right. Like some of the, like the, like the non-essential attractions. Mm-hmm. But it was still really awesome and we still really enjoyed it. And that also meant that people were off the streets, like I said. And so it was very empty. So we really didn't come into contact with anyone that we were going to like catch a virus from. Yeah. So there was like, uh, no, but like we said, when we got to the Great Wall, it was just us. And a lot of our pictures have no people in them except ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, it was it was a little weird. I mean, we're always wearing masks. But mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. They had really like fashionable masks. Maybe for our Those picture. Sleek black ones. Yeah, when we post the uh, when we post the the post for this mm-hmm. or for this episode, we'll find one that we have our masks. on. Yeah, or we'll like find our masks and we'll put them on so you can see what they look like. So they have like some really cool masks, and so you kind of look stylish by the. You know, we, we found <laughs> stylish masks by the end. Um, but it it was I was never worried about the virus. Because where we were at, I mean, Beijing had a couple hundred. I mean, I think they had a hundred cases when we were there. I think it's a couple hundred now. But there are like 33 million people in Beijing, or like 30 million people in Beijing. And so the chances of us running into anybody that had the virus is extremely low. And then we were wearing masks, and we were washing Washing and sanitizing hands constantly. And And we were constantly praying that we were going to be okay and that... Everything was going to be yeah. smooth. I was just surprised by the hysteria that I felt like the Western media was portraying about this. Oh, yeah. I mean, because they're talking, they're acting like all of China's sick when it was like a couple thousand people in a country that has 1.4 billion people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was worried that they were going to close the border, not that we were going to get sick. And so that was what yeah. I was worried about. Mm-hmm. And by the end of it, I was like, I'm just, I'm just tired of waiting to hear what... Trump is going to do or what the, the U.S. is going to do. I just want to get home. Right. Not because I'm, I'm scared of getting sick, but because I don't want to be stuck in China. Yeah. And everyone had assumed that we were going to be um, like, oh, what's that called? Like confined to the, or quarantined? Quarantined, yeah. For the two home. weeks and that like they were going to screen us or like something. But we literally got off the plane and that was it. Like we didn't yeah. have to go through any screening or any. They checked our temperature. Uh, in Beijing before in Beijing we got on the plane. Before we, yeah, before and in we Shanghai, because we were in Shanghai too. So like when we got on the plane in Shanghai to go to Beijing. And then in Beijing, they checked yeah. our temperature. And at the the uh, hotels, they check your temperature. And mm-hmm. so they're being like overly cautious in my estimation. Which is fun. It's funny to me that they kept checking temperatures because it was like, if we have it, you're not like you're not going to know for two weeks. Yeah. So like you wouldn't show your temperature rising. Yeah. It was a little nerve wracking when you'd walk up and the, because they're, they're using these thermometers that are notorious for being off. Oh yeah. And so they were like measuring one, one time we went up to the hotel or we were in the hotel and they measured my temperature and it was like 101. I'm like, what? Like, what are you like? I'm not sick. Like, I don't mm-hmm. have a fever. And it's like, so he said, Oh, sorry, I have to do it again. And then he did it again and it was like 102. And then he did it again and it was 98. And it was, it was all like 99, the then 97, then 103. And it was just 
all over the place. It's like, wow, I feel very safe with this very <laughs> effective yeah. things in, in, uh, Anyways, in yeah, place. But, but the incubation period is two weeks, and our two-week mark is from being home like, is tomorrow. Well, is today. The day this releases is Valentine's yeah. Day. Yep. So, so we're good. We're good. Yeah. We um, don't have the coronavirus. I... What was I going to say? Last, uh, this is, this episode's gone on way longer than I was expecting, but uh, la- one of my biggest takeaways from China uh, is how similar and like how different our cultures are, but then like how similar people that are. People are like they're just people. I mean, we're all from the same family, mm-hmm. um, and I think. That, that's my favorite thing about traveling. It's I really like going to the historical monuments and the historical places and being where the great events of history have taken place. But I love seeing people because now when I think of China, I don't think of President Xi Jinping. Or I don't think of pandas. Or I don't think of... Or the wall. Or I mean, the wall. Like, like, as great as that was, like yeah. I really loved the people. Yeah, they I, were really great. I, I think of... The people that we came in contact yeah, with. Yeah, I think anyways. of Robin or Chi or like the, like the little old lady who made us dinner that one night. And, yeah. And, in Beijing or mm-hmm. like all these people I know. And so now I have people associated with China instead of these abstract images of China mm-hmm. or these, you know, these bigger, like larger than life characters or events um, that associated with China. Yeah. Um, and for me, it's just a testament of how, I don't know, like how great our father in heaven is mm-hmm. um, and like how great his children are. His children have made, cultures that are so varied across the world mm-hmm. and i love being immersed in them and i love going in and uh, something i try and do when we travel especially when we go to like a very different culture is i i look for some part of that culture that's in harmony with the gospel it's in harmony with the teachings of christ and i try and take a piece of that culture with me and have that be a part of me and so i, I think one thing i really like about uh chinese culture that really touched me is or really was um, actually profound was this idea of of balance like so there's this deep sense of balance and um, love of symbolism Mm -hmm. in Chinese culture and Mm -hmm. so there's a huge emphasis on like not being too much of one thing Um, like like finding real balance right and I think like with the gospel about having like uh, love and justice and it's mm-hmm. like, if you're just love, then there's no justice. And if there's just justice, there's no love. Like, you have to have, like, that balance um, to, in order for either of those aspects to really have their full effect. Um, and I think that is an idea that is deeply Chinese, mm-hmm. which I think is really cool. And the, the idea of constantly trying to find symbols and things and, like, put symbols into your architecture and into your design yeah, um, that was really cool. And be, like they're very, very intentional. Very intentional about with everything. Everything, yeah. And I loved that was really it. Cool. I feel like in Western culture we're not that way as much, um, and I want to change that. And so Emily and I, we've talked a couple about. You know, we've talked a lot about this actually, how we can apply this in our lives. And so I, I really love that about the Chinese culture. Yeah. It has been great. Happy Valentine's. Happy Valentine's Day. Please subscribe. Um, and leave us a review on whatever platform you listen to us on, especially Apple Podcasts. That's one we're really mm-hmm. pushing right now. Please, please, please leave us a review and, and a rating. share us on Instagram. You can just screenshot wherever you're listening to and share it on Instagram and your stories. And make sure to tag us and share it with your friends because 
because <laughs> because it, it really helps us it, grow. I mean, it helps us I grow. I think like your friends trust you more than they trust like advertisements, right? Um, Advert advertisements, advertisements, and advertisements. yeah, and and keep reaching out to us. Keep the more you guys interact with us, the more that we're going to curb our content to meet to meet uh, what you like and dislike, and because like this whole episode was basically. What? It's about you guys. Yeah, it's about yeah. you guys. It's like everything you wrote in. Which was in. super fun. Yeah, it was kind of I cool. loved it. Yeah. It was cool for us. I hope it was cool for you. Hopefully. For us, it was cool. <laughs> yeah. So let us know what you thought of this episode. And if it's something you're interested in doing more, we can do that more. Also, um, again, reminder, Poe Buddies Nerfict. We're going to start doing listener Poe Buddies Nerfict. So if you have a funny fail or humorous event moment that you think would be Poe Buddies Nerfect worthy for the podcast, mm -hmm. direct message us or email us at outpostofheaven at gmail, and we will read it if yeah. it's good. Oh my gosh. Also, next week, okay. we're releasing part one of a two-part episode um, with Lee Kinney Kinney, who is a family therapist, and we've had him on. Yeah. yeah, and his wife, who's a nurse. Nurse practitioner. Nurse practitioner yeah. with four psychiatrist. Right. And um, we've had him on before. Can't remember the episode, but um, I'll link it in the, the show notes. notes. Yeah. But he is amazing. And what him and his wife are talking about next week is depression and anxiety. And um, the first part of that is going to be more of a definition. We're going to go into what is real depression, what is real anxiety what does that feel like yeah and also um, what is medication and what is right. uh, what is counseling what are the, what are what they are right. what they are not and then part two is going to be more of what can we do to help other people that are going through these things yeah so we're really excited it went really long so we cut it into two parts but we're really it's excited to share both of them yeah and it was it was very direct and it was not going where i expected it was going to right. go yeah. and it is a, it's counterintuitive to the way that society at large is dealing with anxiety and depression and i think it was awesome i think it was very in harmony with the teachings of christ so we love that well stay tuned we love you guys all right love Bye. you keep the faith